Vaughn, it is our first episode of 2024. Did you make any resolutions? Um, Not to be a bitch, but that already failed. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, not to be a bitch, but my resolution was for you to do better. No. Bitch. You already do good. I just give you a hard time at bingo because it's fine. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like the meanest I am is on mic at bingo. Like, Same. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, sometimes the next day I'm like, I hope Flapjack doesn't take what I said last night seriously. I know. Anything, I, I feel like at bingo, all bets are off. Like, that is fully like, we're in drag character mode. Right. Just like reading each other down. We had some good ones at this last one. Because we're always meaner at bingo than we are... Even on the pod. I know, honestly. Right? I think it's because we're not in drag. Like, I see you with actual eyebrows, and I'm like, oh, they look so nice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. I got my ass ate at Toyotathon. Fawn. Flapping and fawning. Now in color, but still audio only. Fawn. Wait, who am I? <laughs> Flapjack. <laughs> Damn. Okay. If you can't tell, we are on the precipice of a crisis because Miss Magic City Comedy Queen at the time of recording, is less than three days away. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> We're about to do a pageant, Fawn. Can you believe? No. I, I can't. I mean, we've been planning this for over a year now. Like, Has it been that long? You remember December 2023? I sat you down with the calendar, and I was like, yep. January 24, Magic City Comedy. Queen. And I was like, that sounds nice. Yeah, I don't have to do that right now. That's, that's a whole year like, away. That sounds nice. And I was like, <laughs> we'll see if it actually happens. Because, like, I know me. I will make plans for a year out, and they will nowhere near come to fruition. I'll have forgotten about them a month later. I feel like you always come in your fruition. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, I guess we'll just go ahead and skip to plugs because we're talking about it. So Miss Magic City Comedy Queen, if you're listening to this, it is right around the corner. So head on. it is on Sunday, January 14th at Birmingham Festival Theater. Doors open at 7. Uh, you can... We'll start the pageant at 8 p.m. And we're going to start right on time, baby. Yes. None of this talent portion at one in the goddamn morning. Put your dress on, zip it up, get to stepping. And there is still time to get tickets. <laughs> there are still a few more tickets. If you want to get tickets to come see, that is at bftonline.org. There are still some tickets left. Go ahead and run. Get those tickets because you want to be there in person if yes. you can to get those fluids on you. <laughs> yeah, you might be sitting in the splash zone. That's what those blue seats at the front are marked for. <laughs> People think it's ADA compliance, but actually it's splash zone. Uh, also, I did want to mention we have a special live stream option that I am super excited for. And huge thanks to Birmingham Festival Theater for heading that up for us. Yes. I, I mean, we have three contestants who are coming from out of town two from out of state yes. so it may not be we knew it may not be the easiest for their friends family fans to make it to miss magic city comedy queen so we're excited to be able to offer that option unfortunately uh, we couldn't offer a 4d experience with sound and splash and not sound of course it's gonna have sound smell and splash but i mean we tried but I tried, walt disney turned down our offer i tried to get the fart to go through the <laughs> camera but it didn't work <laughs> oh my god how many fart jokes do you think we're gonna get at miss magic city comedy queen 
Not enough. Not enough. Damn right. <laughs> there should be a fart joke in every single portion. It should either be a fart joke or a dick sucking joke. It should just be Miss Magic City Farty Queen. <laughs> I mean, I'm honestly every back single to farty one of those city people where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, every single one of our contestants comes from Farty City. I can tell, uh, but it really is going to be a fabulous pageant. So make sure you head over there um, to bftonline.org to get those tickets. What else are we plugging, Fong? We are also, as a reminder, last night at the time of recording, we had Drag Bingo at Highwire Brewing. Our next one will be on February the 14th. That is the second Wednesday of every month. And this one will be on a very, very special Valentine's Day. So come out, celebrate your romance with us. Celebrate your breakups. Celebrate your anti-Valentines, your singleness single independence day however you want to feel and if we get any ties we will have a makeout competition instead of a lip sync battle so what are they making out oh, is it like a vision test oh are no. they trying to make out what the letters say no they're gonna be making out with chapstick on their lips you heard me right i'm Chaps, gonna, which pair gonna, of lips i'm gonna bring my own pair that of flapstick like a yeast infection <laughs> actually flapstick maybe that should be like my next merch um endeavor don't you think what would a flapstick be lipstick oh (laughs) i don't know why i expected it to be like a selfie stick maybe i'll I'll have to work on that pray on it a little bit and uh i'll pray for you baby yeah i'll get (laughs) i'll I'll have a collaboration with bird's bees or something (laughs) um yeah so um Oh, we have a new five-star review that we got to read. Slay. As a reminder, if it you if it is your first time listening to Flapping and Fawning, we love to get five-star reviews because it helps us out a lot. And if you haven't written one before, head on over to Apple Podcasts or our Facebook page where you can write us a five-star review, and we will read it from our mouth holes. To your ear holes. And we do have a new one. Um, you going to read it for us, Fawn? Yes, I'm trying to find it. Did I not listen to the last episode? Wow. You don't listen to our podcast? Rude. (laughs) I usually do. But, oh, the last one came out literally like the same day as we recorded, I think. Either that or the next day. And when those happen, I usually give it a little while. So I'm not immediately listening to what I just said because I want to be surprised when I listen. You think that's rough? Listen to, try editing it and then listening to it again. So you listen to the same conversation four times in one day. Once or twice, but that's it. (laughs) Um, Is the funny and fabulous one new? Um, we read that one. That, one that one's from our friends at Rocky Horror Minute. Oh, Slay. I, I don't have a good memory. <laughs> we can tell. I'm turning 30. Nor do you have good mammaries, according to the lady <laughs> who uh, was at Drag Bingo last We'll night. get into that later. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, I know this review is called No Flops, but I have a feeling we have two pretty big flops this week. <laughs> the title of this review is No Flops from Fix Your Crap. <laughs> this pot podcast watered my crops managed my split ends did my taxes and got my father to tell me he loves me wow is that special (laughs) apparently (laughs) two amazing people just out here being silly little folks gay rights thank you so much little sweet little yeah what the hell i mean i'm i feel like i'm little i'm like little in the waist fuck you but i'm like not little as in like i'm little in the height i'm tall bitch yeah you really are. 
last night when your heel broke at drag bingo sorry to like bring that back up again oh my god and And the fact that it happened like you were like calling bingo to start yeah and i felt the like whoop oh no yeah has that ever happened to you before like a heel break yeah um like besides last night a few times but not like that Mm. anytime that i've had a heel break it was from when i was jumping off the thing at the stardom Oh, see, I've seen that. When I've like bent the heel. It's like usually not broken the heel. It's usually bent the heel. One of my first drag shows, it was at Zydeco. Bless your heart. (laughs) Yeah. And this poor girl. They only did like a couple drag shows there. I know. And I went to one. I was very excited. Oh, you attended the drag show? Yeah. I was in it. This was before I did drag. That was one of the, um, what's her name? The O'Hara show that they did, that they branded through a few different places and often didn't pay people oh shit um was alexis jade in that show yes yes was angel in that show yes but that was that was in her like bright pink dolly Parton i know days. that was in her trixie era that was when i saw her um the, for the very first time my first introduction to angel face was this bouncing around what, what was the title dolly of that show? because i know what show that was because i was it was during pride i wasn't booked there because i was booked at our place Reducted by <laughs> it's fine. Now I have Everybody to edit it knows. out. We don't have to edit it out. <laughs> Everybody knows that I used to be on cast at our place, and they're fucked. So, yeah. Um, but when when I was there, there was no like stairs or any way for them to really get I mean, down off the stage to like come interact with the patrons. And this girl fully jumped like high in the air to try to. I don't even remember who it was, but it, I like. I just remember that her heel literally snapped oh. under from uh, from under her feet, and I was like, "Is she gonna die?" <laughs> I've never been to Zydeco. I do remember one, pic- one I would not picture. Not give it a five star review. <laughs> I remember one picture of Alexis Jade from that show. She looked great. Her titty fell out, and yeah, she used it yeah. like as a phone or something. Yes, that's that the only show. thing that I know about that show. Yeah, whoever the photographer was was fierce. Um, she was wearing a rock star wigs. Look, I don't know why I remember all You know all so this. much about Alexis Jade. <laughs> we were like close back in the day. Yeah. We sh- I, I, and then I she wonder how she's drag. doing. I well, she, she picked back up recently, but I haven't seen her going again. But I think she like quit again. Oh, to get engaged. Gay. Fag. Engaged. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not here to talk about <laughs> the relationship status of people who don't do drag anymore. That That's a different podcast. <laughs> we're here to get engorged, not engaged. Yes. And speaking of gore, it's the, not the finale, the Last Supper of Dragula. <laughs> Find the... Spooky. But in a fun way. There it Do you is. know how long it took me to find that? I was like, where so the long. fuck is it? I'm sure our listeners were like, what the fuck's going on? Did they die? Okay, overall, what did you think of the reunion? The trailer was better than the reunion. Y- yeah, it felt like when they were doing some of these, like the some of the formatting of it made me feel like, oh, y'all really didn't have much content to put out for this. I really thought it was going to be good because that, like, it built it up to be good. And there were some elements that were interesting, um, which we'll get to, but... First, I want to talk about how this episode is going to run as we talk about it. Um, because this is... Did you realize this is our very first time ever talking about a reunion episode on the pod? Slay. Isn't that wild? Because, I mean, Camp doesn't do them. And Titans didn't have one. Titans and All-Stars 7, the very first show we ever reviewed, yeah. did not have um, a reunion either. I had somebody ask me the other day if we were going to cover Drag Race. 
I think that we should in like the way in like our in the way we've done it in the past. Yeah, where it's like touch on it in our little segment, but not make it the whole show. Yeah, so just I like that idea. And also kind of as a programmatic note, we're going to release like one or two more episodes for the to finish out season 2. Um Dragula is really what's marking the end of our season. Um and then we're going to take a nice big break to ha- to hopefully film both of our bets, like the payoff of whoever lost each bet. Yes. Um and then also do a big, big, big launch for season three yeah. of Flapping and Fawning. So We just got to get Flap's hole stretched out well enough. For I that. know. It's going to be so hard to fit 9,000 maggots in my hole. But <laughs> honestly, I believe we can do it. I fit 899 last night. <laughs> Getting there. Um, so, But for this episode, we are going to... What I would like to do, what I was thinking... I haven't talked to you about this, but... <laughs> so we're going to keep our three segments, but I think in the first segment, we will just kind of talk about about all of the drama, the things we found the most interesting from this reunion. Yeah. Then in the middle segment, we will flop and fawn each of the looks. Yeah. And then finally, we will close out with talking a little bit about implications of the reunion for who could potentially win. And then we'll close out with our flops and fawns of the week. Yeah. Slay. Slay. All right. First thing up in the reunion um, that I thought was interesting was that they started by introducing everyone back and officially announcing our top four. Right. And if you recall from episode eight, they announced it as a top three, almost like we might find out that someone was going to get eliminated during the reunion, but this was their first time officially saying, this is your top four. Right. Consisting of Neo Huru X, who was on my roster, by the way, and then the remaining who were on Fawn's roster, Orgotic, Blackberry, and Throb Zombie. Which is such a sway. Uh, yeah. It, I think it's a fabulous top four. Um, yeah. I'm... Now that we've had a couple weeks to like really sit with it, I'm, I feel very, very solid about these top four. Um, Same. I wasn't quite as sure um, coming like going into the holiday season, but I, I really feel that they each represent a different style of drag, and I'm just so excited to see what they do in the finale um, in all the categories. I think it's going to make so or break it. Exactly. I, yeah, I think so too. I think that there's not anything up to chance here. Um, the opening piece of the reunion was talking about the legendary Cynthia death scene that was on episode one. What did you think of I was so glad they talked about it because I knew about it from the podcast. So it was nice to like actually get to see it. Yeah. And just the way they were like, what was going through your mind? And she's just like, I don't know. (laughs) No thoughts, only screams. (laughs) She's just like, I was going to take my moment. And she did. Honestly, I applaud her for that. Uh, I live. <laughs> it was it was great. Cynthia is honestly. I want her back for like some sort of like Titans. I don't know if they're gonna do Titans in the same way that they did Titans before, but if they do some kind of bring back, yeah. I would love to see Cynthia back. Cynthia's definitely one that I think deserves some more screen time. Um, what about? So I, I kind of want to jump ahead a bit. There was one person that they basically offered another chance to yes. Jarvis, right? Like yeah. in front of God and everybody on screen. I wonder if it will be like on a regular season or if it's going to be some kind of like resurrection or Titans or something like that. I I think they deserve a chance to come back. I mean, it's just like, what kind of format will it be if they come back? Yeah. Is it going to be a lip sync smackdown season? Cause <laughs> like it may not be Jarvis the comes back on a regular season. Like a regular season, I would be terrified to be on that cast with Jarvis. I would have been terrified to be on the cast with Jar- Jarvis this season. Yeah, 
And honestly, he was very strong. Yeah, like it just was not the type of extermination that he was prepared for. Do you feel that the like had Jarvis been on another season that he would have gone farther or even won? I think if Jarvis just hadn't been in the bottom for that challenge, he could have won the season. Yeah. I, I mean, this is one of those things where sometimes the flow of the season and like the order of the challenges yeah. can make or break you. Like if, if they had the space one earlier on and they had that comedy challenge, like I think Jarvis probably would have won. Yeah. Um, rather than this awkward <laughs> floor show that we got. Um, so, yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you was, since we're talking about people who we'd like to see back on our screens again, was there anyone else from the cast that you feel deserves another shot um, if they don't win? Honest? Well, I would love to see JK back. Really? I would love to see JK back. Hmm. Okay. I never get mad at looking at JK, whether that's in or out of drag. Oh, my God. They need to release a Twitter. I've seen the nudes. <gasps> Is that... Is that okay? Or, or do they know? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Scandalous. Well, look, here's the full tea behind this situation. <laughs> Just dropping that you've seen them naked. I don't typically endorse the Reddit RPDR gone wild. Oh my God. Did you like sleuth around to find these nudes, Vaughn? What happened was this I was trying so not- <laughs> to go to the RPDR gone wild. Um, Reddit so I could find what Dolly's OnlyFans was because <laughs> I forgot so I could go pay for the OnlyFans to look at Dolly's nudes, which I did. Um, was it worth it? Yeah. Okay, great. I subscribed for a month. Anytime I do something like that, I just do for a month. I need to see. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm, I don't go back. Then you can screen record whatever you need. I don't even on. screen record. I'm just like, I've seen it. Okay, now I'm good. <laughs> if okay. I want to see it again, I'll pay again. <laughs> And so you stumbled upon JK's nudes. How? By like going through the thing because it popped up the Dragula people because it also popped up Victoria Elizabeth Black who has a Twitter. Um, oh, the only one who I know who has a Twitter that shows Hull and nudes and stuff is Melissa B. Fierce. Wait, she shows Hull and stuff on her Twitter? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen see her that Twitter. jacking off or something. I'll, I, I can show you. Twitter. Yeah, I'll, we'll put the link in the description of this episode. Uh <laughs> So go take a look. Because literally the other day, Mark came in and showed me. And I was like, oh, I've already seen that. And Mark was like, and you didn't share? <laughs> well, hopefully. JK's a cutie. I, they are a cutie. And hopefully all of that is cool with them being out online for the I world sure to see. I sure hope so. Um, because I'm against. Yeah, don't be sharing people's nudes like I'm without against their permission. That. Or making AI porn. That's just gross. I'm against that. But I accidentally stumbled upon it. Yeah, accidentally. And you said, oh, let me avert my eyes. Well, <laughs> it was there. And it was staring at me. Um, So not in the nude sense. Is there anyone else from the season? Or is JK the one that you feel should be back on your TV? Um, JK, for sure. Cynthia, for sure. Um, Jarvis, for sure. I want Onyx. I knew you were going to say Onyx. I just, I, I really feel like Onyx is so strong and now that they've had this opportunity to like i think that they had great looks and there was never a moment that in my opinion that they looked bad they just kind of got this difficult um critique of we don't know who you are and like at the finale for example i mean we'll talk about the looks later but it was my favorite look uh, out of anyone on the in the finale but i mean first out also has the most to prove 
Well, yeah, but they this was this was something they brought already because they filmed this um, right after episode eight, before episode nine. Sorry, I should have mentioned um, what. The, yes, so the, the it was kind of confusing with the language. So I did listen to Pictures of the Night. Um, the Boulay Brothers podcast. They've seen the show before they watched, before they filmed the reunion. No, some of the language that they said was like a little confusing because it sounded like they had, but they hadn't. They, they filmed this ap- after episode eight, but before anything that happened in episode nine. So this is all in chronological order. I wonder if the finale might have been filmed after though. It, it was, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, before episode 10, which is the finale. So it was filmed after episode eight on the precipice of the finale. So they hadn't seen any of the finale. I wonder if yet. they like... The finale hadn't happened. I wonder if the they did like a drag race finale where they came back and filmed the finale. Maybe, but it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like they um, this was like all filmed in one day and it was just part of their regular schedule um, because they, they do say some things like I think Swan at one point said, so you've all been here for months now. And that's uh, one thing that kind of confirms what they already said on the podcast, which is um, that they've been there for months and this is just part of their they regular filming like they've schedule. Like- Watch the whole season back. Yeah. But they hadn't. So some of this was a little confusing to me. I don't love that. I don't I don't love when they do reunions like that. Same. Because like I think Canada's Drag Race season two did that. And Camp Wanakiki has done it and um, it didn't work. People need to be able to go home and digest yeah. and like sit with it and like then come back. But I agree because I feel like a lot of the conversations that got started, having that context would have made me feel differently. Um, Cause I, so one of the big things to me, if you're okay with us going ahead and skipping to it yeah. is Neo and Orc remaining silent when asked about their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, I was pretty mad, especially at Neo <laughs> um, when I first watched it. Neo was quiet the whole episode. She was, but also the winner usually is the one who stays out of the drama. Just saying. I know. <laughs> And, However, but sounds I, like she's not going to be out of the drama. Well, I thought this it didn't play in her favor to be so silent right. because, in my opinion, when I was first watching it, thinking, "Okay, this has been months since they filmed. They've watched some of the episodes back." I thought that this reunion laid it out for Blackberry to win. Honestly, like it. Honestly, it was there. Like in terms of the top four, I thought it was. I thought Blackberry had the best showing, especially when it came down to the the final question of why should you win? Um, yeah. Blackberry's had the most emotional response. It also had the most professional response. And I feel like on both those personal and professional levels, it made sense for them to win. But I, I personally feel that based on the track record and what we've seen artistically from the season that Neo deserves to win. Um, I think black, I know we're jumping ahead a lot. Yeah. We're like to the end, <laughs> um, but whatever. It's the reunion. We're, we're reflecting. I think Blackberry would represent something entirely different than any of the previous winners have represented. You know what I mean? I There's do. There's not really been like a really glamour heavy winner. There's not been on a regular season outside of Resurrection. There's not been a black, a black winner. winner. Mm-hmm. There's not been a plus size winner. On many shows at all. But to be honest, I feel that all of them represent different things in that same way. Yeah. Because there has never been an East Asian winner of a of a show that, that wasn't like filmed in East Asia. You know. I just feel like Blackberry fits a lot more of the like. There's a lot more boxes that haven't been done that Blackberry checks. If that makes sense. 
No, I understand what you're saying, but I, I also feel similarly, especially when it goes to Orc and Neo, because yeah. I think I think an an immigrant story there is very yeah. powerful, um, especially as like a an immigrant trans story. Especially if you're going to allow them on the season and you've not had because you've now had them on season three, season four, and now season five. Wait, can you? Oh, oh, like those um, demographics? Like there's been immigrants, not or not. American Not resident. American. Yeah, I guess like, that's a better way to because, use it. Because um, on season three, it was Yovska. Yeah, uh, well, yes. Interna- yeah, Canada. Like you're, it, that's the word. International. International. I don't mm-hmm. know English. No, that's okay. I, I, we were, it, I was kind of struggling to get to that word. But yeah, I, I do feel Canada has more similarities in the culture. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, as far but, as yes. like you're allowing international contestants, but like not had an international winner. Mm-hmm. But also like... They're not always going to win. Yeah, yeah, and you so. can't you can't expect that. Um, so I I don't know. I, I'm really happy with all of them, but I I personally am not um, identifying so much for Throb to win. I, I, for some reason, I think Throb. I don't think it's the, I don't think Throb's there yet I to think be a winner. Throb is probably the least likely to win. But what's crazy is like when you look at discussions online and stuff. The, like a lot of people are rooting for Throb. So maybe we're alone in that. I don't know. But which is odd because like as the season was going, everybody was extremely anti Throb. Yeah. I, I So I it's think wild that now people are flipping to pro Throb. It may be one of those things where I I was on Twitter at the beginning of the season, but I'm not now. And now I'm more looking at Instagram where Throb already had a big following. So yeah. maybe maybe that has something to do with it. Um but yeah, so maybe let's back up a bit and talk more about some of the drama that happened rather than what we think is going to happen next week. Uh, was there anything really big that, that jumped out to you that you want to talk about? Um, one of the big things, where did it go? Um, this is minor, but the whole like, I laughed. We laughed at it. Mark and I laughed. When <laughs> What? They did the cut for the break. Oh, yeah. And they were just like all talking and like being silly. It was you with the vape. And JK was like, (laughs) are they still recording this? Is this like Housewives? Which is very much the real Housewives reunions. Which is what your break has consisted of. Yeah, I've watched. I binge watched the entirety of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills during (laughs) um, the month of December. So, like, I watched all of it in a month, and now I'm on the weekly basis as season 13 is coming out. Wow. Um, I'm glad you're not watching drag something, though, because... I'm watching I Dragula mean, and US I'm glad drag it's something race. different from and like, drag, because you've been consuming a lot of that recently. I think it's good to I know. also watched... I just finished watching Paris and Love this week. Oh, what is that? It's about Paris Hilton. Oh. Yeah. If you haven't watched Paris's documentary, it's like a must see before Paris and Love. Um, but there's two seasons. The first one's about her. Oh, it's a show. Paris yeah. and Love is a show, but then she also has a documentary. Yeah. Okay, okay. The documentary's on YouTube. Adding this to it's my list. I am Paris. Right now. I am Paris. Documentary on YouTube. Um But the documentary is great. It gives you a real deep insight behind Paris. And then season one of Paris and Love is about her getting married and season two is about her having a baby. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And now I'm watching Salt Lake City. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Well, speaking of iconic women, 
Um, we now have a newly iconic woman or an iconic newly woman on the cast. Um, Onyx came out at, as trans oh, at yeah. the end. And I, I thought that was an exciting thing to get to see. We kind of had our own Tranos of season uh, five. Because so <laughs> there was there ended up being four trans women on the cast. Yeah, right. So with Satana, Neo, Fantasia, and now Onyx. So slay. that is a sleigh. Good for them. Yeah, and the whole thing with Onyx about being like, I now know who I am. Yeah. It really makes me want to see her again, you know? I, just, I forgot about that when we were talking about who we would want to see back. And yeah, that does make me want to see Onyx. I just, I think she's really going to take this and flourish. Like she, if you follow her on social media, she already is. I, I just, I really hope to see more of her. I, I, I know I was very excited for her. I mean, I picked her first in the roster. Like I, uh, yeah. Onyx is I imagine if we were doing a drag race roster, you would have picked Sapphira Crystal Crystal first. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You said Philadelphia side. Philadelphia. Me but also it's like, but hold, we're not going to talk about drag race right now because that will be coming in a, a future episode. Um, so just stay tuned. Cause yes, we are covering that in the future. One thing that always grinds my gears that Swan and Drac do that they did again was Drac tried to get everyone to quote, speak their mind by asking why people don't express their true feelings. Um, at the reunion, right? Or in general. And then Swan, because everybody will like say it in their little confessionals and not, yeah. To somebody's face. And then Swan goes on to say that fear is driving all of them and they're not actually speaking their minds. Um, I don't know. It really frustrates me when they do this because it feels, in my opinion, so manufactured. Like they're trying to push this drama that, to be honest, I don't think it's fake to choose your battles. I don't think it's fake to... Yeah, Not but bring it doesn't up make everything. us good TV, and they're here to make good TV. They are. I just think that maybe they should find a different way to bring it up. But I did like that Swan... They want Real Housewives drama. And I don't... And I'm not saying that just because, like, I just watched Real Housewives. Like, they love Housewives. They love Bad Girls Club. They love that kind of reality drama shit. And that's what they want out of their drama. I... Yeah. And I, I understand that. I think that... Well, I guess something that's frustrating to me for that, though, is that I, I hate that alternative drag artists, like as alternative drag artists, this is probably the largest venue that they get to showcase yeah. their art, right? And so it's like you have Unless to pay that one that gets on Drag Race. Unless and you're the one. Has yeah. to like and it's so change rare. it a lot. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I, think it's, I think it's unfair that you have to pay that price of being awful on TV and potentially ruining, you know, your public perception just to showcase your art. So I, I personally don't think it's fake, but I do think it's true what Swan said about warning them that they may look duplicitous or two faced. Yeah. If they say one thing in the confessional room and right. not here. I agree with yeah. that. If you're not going to back up what you say, then why say it in the first place? I do too. I, w one thing that I wondered though was, I was like, did they give them context maybe? Cause Cynthia, for example, I feel like she wasn't lying, even though they rolled a clip trying to make her look like she was lying. JK said, roll the clip. I know, and they actually had one, which was hilarious. And Jack was like, "Oh, there's a, <laughs> there's a clip." And Cynthia was like, "Oh shit!" Uh, but with with her, like she really had said um, what she felt to Throb's face, or at least you know in the context that she thought yeah. she needed to. So I didn't really think that was much of a gotcha moment. Because also, like Cynthia didn't see Throb again after that. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Also, sorry, I just screamed in everyone's ears. Hello, sorry. Um, blew out the speakers. Uh, no, that's a good point. I did not even think about that. That was literally filmed in her, like, at the extermination. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, and now they're being like, you're two-faced. Well, she never had another chance. Okay, come on, boulets. Well, maybe that was, like, giving Cynthia the opportunity to, like, fess up to it, to throw up. I guess so. Maybe that's what they wanted. They wanted Cynthia to do this thing. Um, I do want to know, what did you think of Throb during the reunion? Like, did, did you have any thoughts there? No. Throb I, was kind of there. Yeah. I thought that they kind of had some strange behaviors during it. I don't know. Throb is one that... um. I feel really unsure about based on how they've been shown on Dragula. Yeah. I feel like, like if, if the only context I have for them is Dragula, I would not trust them as far as I could throw them Yeah, because I do think they looked really two faced on several occasions, like one comforting JK and then turning around and being so directly confrontational oh, with them. And then being like, Oh, because Rob said you don't have to kick somebody when they're down to yeah. Cynthia. Which the quote was, the, I just maybe wouldn't take someone's moment of weakness and use it against them when they did. So JK, <laughs> fully. Yeah. So, I don't know. Throb, Throb feels a little... It may, may not have been represented to their truest personality. But also, bitch, they said it, so they gotta own it. Yep. Don't blame it on the edit, which I haven't seen them do, but... I don't know. I wasn't. I was not feeling crazy about some of the things Throb said and did during the season, and also in this reunion. Okay, let's see. I think the only the there were two other big sort of fights that I thought we should cover. One, Anna versus Blackberry. So, any thoughts on that situation? Was it really even a fight, though? Uh, kinda. I saw a lot of discourse about it online, um, but. Basically, Anna thanked Blackberry for their conflict earlier in the season because Anna said it um, it made her feel that she she did push herself to showcase herself more, but yeah. she she cried in that moment as well and said that it brought her back to feelings of being bullied in school. And then Blackberry responded by saying she didn't know uh, she didn't know Anna, so why is she obligated to like defend her or to like right. uplift her when they're in a competition? Right. Um, and that was that was also a sentiment that was expressed by Throb later on to JK. Right. Any any thoughts on that particular sentiment? I mean, it's valid. You're not there to make best friends. You're there to win money. Like yeah. it's a competition. I, sure, take people's feelings into consideration, but also take the fact that it's a competition into consideration with your feelings. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think that... But also, I don't know how I would act in this situation. I might be all the fuck in my feelings, so... I, I, I don't think that Anna or JK's feelings were invalid in, in that. Right. But also, I, I get Blackberry and Throb, and I don't think that they yeah. should be attacked or anything for... Um, I, don't, I don't entirely think they should be attacked for their behavior. I mean, like it, it's a competition. Why should they be obligated to defend anyone right. who they just met? So... Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about that, but also JK versus the world <laughs> uh, went down. I feel like we spent a good 20 minutes. Oh, that's minutes. who the cast of you. That's the new um, <laughs> UK Drag versus thing. the world. That's, all those promos have just been JK versus the world. Mm -hmm. They've just been misplacing the U with the J. Slay. Yes. Um, 
JK had so many uh, fights. Uh, my th- my favorite quote from JK in the whole thing was, okay, slip dress to throb. Gag. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> right? Um, and then they had a flashback of Cynthia and JK kissing in the cauldron. There was Blackberry versus JK, Throb versus JK, Fantasia versus JK, Onyx versus JK, and many, many more. I mean, the entire cast at one point went around talking about why JK got on their nerves. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> How it's would you- fucked up, but also like JK did bring it on themselves, but also JK did seem in a good headspace for all of this. They did. They let a lot of it just roll off and they were there to have fun and make TV. They did. I was, I was really happy with JK's showing in this. Um, and there was a little bit of a hint about the, what, what was alleged to have been unseen um, about their breakdown in the, um, uh, Alien episode. I can't remember what the foreshock was called. Uh, Pleasure Planet X. In that yeah. episode, there uh, allegedly JK had like a breakdown that wasn't aired. Um, so they alluded to that, talking about how JK showed like their full range of emotions from best to worst, and everyone seemed to agree. Um, yeah, I, I hated that it, a lot of it turned on JK, but also I felt like this was where we got the most resolution from the whole right. Last Supper. Like for the most part, JK was able to resolve whatever kind of conflict there was right. with, I think everyone that they um, had some sort of verses with. Um, also, I wanted to mention Swan. Did you notice that she re- said, she mentioned the, am I the drama meme, but she said it vaguely when it was clearly a drag race reference. Oh, I did not catch that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was, um, what's her name? Scarlet envy. Yeah. Who said, am I the drama? Is it me? I'm not the drama. Maybe I am the drama. I heard she's rumored to be on UK versus the world. Oh really? She ain't gonna win. I love her though. You do? Because of all stars, whatever number that was. I do. <laughs> yeah. Too was many. it six? I think so. Well, I think that brings us to the end of uh, most of the topics that we thought were worth discussing for the last supper did you have anything else you want to talk about team blackberry oh you're team blackberry yeah i'm still team neo hero x i wasn't thrilled with the last supper but i i'm living for honestly i'm team anybody but neo (laughs) anybody on your roster which is why i'm team must be neo (laughs) okay well we're gonna take a break and we will be flopping and fawning each of these reunion looks excuse me last supper looks And we are back talking about the looks of the Last Supper reunion. Now, all of these folks were sitting down for this, but if you go to the Boulay Brothers Dragula social media, you can see all of their looks from them standing, um, up close shots on their makeup, all that great stuff. So we're going to be reviewing those the best we can um, based on those reference shots. But we're going to start with the Boulay Brothers themselves. Uh, how would you describe these looks? Very classic boulet. Classic boulet. I think that's a great way to put it. Um, the hair is in a silver updo. They've got their nice Amazon necklace on that's black along with a beautiful black slip dress. And baby, we could see That them. is not a slip dress. That's not a slip dress? What would that you call it? That is a velvet gown with a padded shoulder. That is not a slip dress. Okay, excuse me. But they. Uh, it's. it may not be a slip dress, but it certainly is a slit dress. What'd you call me? You heard me and I'd say it again. But basically, Drac, I thought we were going to see her pussy. I wish we would. I don't know. I don't know that I want to see. I want to see the p- 
pussy. I feel like it's got tentacles and all kinds of stuff that I don't want to fuck Even with. Even more reason for me to see the puss. Okay. Fawn is canonically into hentai. Uh, hentai? Hentai. Hentai. It's one of those words I've never said out loud, but I've read many times. I'm more into yaoi. Oh, my. Um, well... I'm into flop and fawn. So do, you, do you flop or do you fawn these looks from the boulets? I fawn these looks. It is a double fawn from us. I also fawn it. And for those of you that are new here that don't know what the fuck we're doing, <laughs> it, we have a we very... We don't either. <laughs> Thanks. We have a very sophisticated system on whether we like or dislike it here. Dislike a look here at flapping and fawning. If we like a look, it's a... Fawn. If we don't like it, it's a flop. If it's the best thing we've ever seen, it's a fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. And that was a double fawn from us for the Boulay brothers in this black slit dress. A double fawn for the double Boulays. All right. Now, I've already mentioned it before, but my favorite look of the season, first up, and I did this in order of... So this is going to be a flop minus for you? I did this in order of elimination. <laughs> no. This is Onyx on Dicks, and this look is um, very religious looking. They... Uh, I don't I don't know. What would you call that? Like a... Priest? Uh, yeah, like a priest, but they have these... Pope. Ca- yeah, and they have like this robe that it looks like it's made of like silk. Um, and Is it silk or is it like a taffeta? Yeah, it's like a taffeta, something like that. Um, and on the... And that, that's like, on the outside of the thing. The body cutout The body is... Hot. Yeah. Um, also, I, but, but what I love is the headpiece that has their skin like they being said, pulled back. I'm going to be snatched. Snatcherella. I will say... If you're going to snatch the skin back like that, personally, this is going to be such a minor critique. Such a minor critique. If you're going to snatch the skin back like that, I would appreciate if the eye makeup yeah, looked like you were being skin. snatched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I do kind of agree with that. But maybe maybe it was snatching the back of her head. We never saw that. That's just her foreskin. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Either way, it is a huge fetch for me. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. It's just a fawn for me. Just a fawn. Well, hey, well done, Onyx on Dicks. It was wonderful seeing you again on our screens. Next up, we have... What's her name? Satana. <laughs> <laughs> Priyanka! <laughs> Next up, we have Satana with some, like demonic mother of mary shit with walmart melissa be fierce um, i know i yeah not to be a bitch uh, but i i did there were a few times when i was working on the outline they do have the same like cultural references though they do but also this mm-hmm. is not as good as the exact mm-hmm. same thing we've seen before you know the dress itself is good yeah and i the liked the baby piece thing is cool not the like shawl thing. Like though. she looks great. I think that I just um, we have we've, a high we've standard. Seen this yeah. before, and we have a high standard for our Mother Marys. So yeah. uh, you would know as somebody that's done Mother Mary and drag yourself. I have. I, yeah, and I, <laughs> that's actually a really funny number. I d- it was like my third drag number ever, and I never you really like talk abort about the baby Jesus. It was <laughs> it was like an alien chest burster number. Maybe I am a Dracula girl, but it was baby Jesus who burst out of my chest. Um, yeah, that was one of my first numbers ever. I think that was the night that I asked if this was your first time. Yeah, that's right. 
it was my third time. Fuck you. I performed uh, like a virgin. Um, anyways, it's uh, your first time, <laughs> you bitch. Uh, and like that night, it is a flop for me. Sorry, Satana. Um, here's the thing. I do like the gown though. Okay. I don't know. I'm gonna flop it. Bye, bitch. I was gonna try to be nice, but I just couldn't. <laughs> Next up, we have Jar Jar Vis. Oh my god, this like Vampire King with like the upside down cross and like the fierce. fur and the uh, <laughs> the structure jacket with the fur. Oh, I love this. The thing I like the most about it is that um, like everyone's in like a red or black theme, right? Red right. and black emphasis on the red, and they went with like a pink, which is just so like flamboyant and gay, and I I love well, just it. on the fur. Well, yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm sorry, it, the accents of the pink. I think it. I think it really it makes it so queer and I, I love everything about it. It's a fetch for me. Yeah, I was going to fetch this myself. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. I also love the brooch of the cross with the blood on it. Ugh. And the, the makeup was cross. amazing. Upside down of the cage cross. <laughs> um, I live. Next up we have... Anaphylactic. And this is like a a bell-shaped gown. Um, is it like a baby doll? Not quite a baby doll. Uh, I think, it's yeah, there, there are a, a lot doll. of baby dresses do look like that, like where it's just really flowy. Um, I bet she didn't have to corset or pad, which was smart because you're sitting down the whole time at the at the Last Supper. Um, the boots are cute. I really like boots, this hair. Yeah. I want this hair. I like the hair as well. She's doing Anaphylactic, a double. Anaphylactic, if you can send me this... Uh, Double stripe. Vlad the um, Vlad from Danny Phantom hair. <laughs> yeah, it is very that. Um, With the, I'm sure that's a custom hairline widow's peak in there. Anaphylactic. Yeah. If you can send me that when you're done with it, I would appreciate it. It's very cute and all red. Uh, it's a fawn for me. Same. Next up, we have JK. Here's the thing. I don't know that I believe that this was filmed at the same time as the season. Listen to the pod. That's what they said. Because this seems a lot higher quality than the stuff JK brought. See, I, that's why I felt similar. Especially the hair. And also like, like some of the hair here and like stuff that people have. I'm like, why would they have something even better for the last supper than they would for the rest of the season? I don't know. That's what makes me sus here. Um, but but I mean, it, really, that's what they said. It was all filmed like when the, within the same time period. So th- I was surprised by that as well. I think I think they maybe uh, that J.K. should have switched this out with whatever they were going to wear for the plant, Pleasure Planet X, you know, because this is kind of alien looking. Yeah, but then they wouldn't have had anything red for this. They could have reused. I think you have to live reduce, in the reuse, moment. Recycle. Reduce, reuse, recycle. That's what we do here at Flapping and Fawning. Uh, but this little demon thatty. With like this sculptural, like pointy hair, I live. I love that they were a devil because it's like they were poking everyone all season. I know. So it, it continues that thread again. Like, way to be self aware. Is this just like, like a Brooklyn thing? <laughs> One thing that um, I was unsure about: what's up with the the crotch? The crotch. Yeah, I don't live for the crotch. Like at first, I thought it was like a gag of some kind, but I is it just supposed to be like an open vagina? Or is it just supposed to be like a cover for the crotch? Yeah, are we supposed to believe that's their body? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But they look great. The face looked right. 
Um, Their face always looks right. I'm telling you. It always looks right. Did you look? They were wearing mascara, but no lashes. So still on brand, consistent. Yeah, but I can't even tell. I know, which is great. Most of these bitches that don't wear lashes, something looks wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. But not on JK. And like, if you're not doing something and I don't notice that you're doing it, (laughs) good. Because you're doing something right. What y'all can't see right now is that Fawn is holding a wine glass that I get, <laughs> and they're just sloshing it around, telling me, "Let me tell you something about I'm lashes." Like it. I'm if you if you look ugly you gotta, as hell, you need <laughs> lashes. You got to sip and swirl. <laughs> and I took that personally. Sip and swirl. Sip and swirl. Uh, now, do you flop or fawn? This JK. is a fawn. This is a fawn for me. As if it weren't for the crotch, it'd probably be a fetch. I don't know that I'd go that far, but I, I agree it's a fawn for sure. I'd probably just think they're hot. I'm probably just biased. Yeah. You think about their dicks swinging around. Also, their ass. Oh. Their ass is just on Instagram, so I can talk about that. <laughs> it didn't stop you before. <laughs> Next up, we have Cynthia Dahl. And she is wearing um it, this very almost like Queen of Hearts sort of mini dress. It's half black, half red, but it has this holographic cross print on it, which I really love the fact that there's like these uh, I don't know where matching she prints. This, like, Same. Um, there's yeah. like a, a cross with a snake on it. Love the hair with the curly cue down on the I know she had to be forehead. hot in this. Oh, yeah. I, and then also she painted some of her teeth black. Um, what'd you think? I live for this. I don't love this hair, but that's just because I don't live for this hair on anybody. Oh, I really like it on her. <laughs> also, though, it's kind of fitting for her extermination because she got electrocuted. Oh it looks like her hair just went straight out after she got electrocuted. I I really like it. Um, yeah, I really like. Honestly, outfit. it's the last supper. It's the last time I'm going to see her. I really like this look. I'm having a hard time saying anything negative. It's a fetch for me. Stop trying to make fetch happen. I'd wear this it's not in a heartbeat. Going to happen. You're saying that because she's on your roster. I'm going to give it a fawn. It, it doesn't help me at all. <laughs> okay. Well, well done, Cynthia. Also, I don't think I've fetched anything for her, so I don't want to completely flop everything she did. Oh, wow. So you're saying you're sympathy fonder? Uh, sympathy fetched. Uh, <laughs> Worse. <laughs> Next up, we have Fantasia Roy Gaga. Thoughts? I don't live for the makeup. Yeah, the makeup was really taking me out of it. Um, she needed huge lashes. The hair is fine. I enjoy the look a lot. The look is fun. I don't live for the bottom half of the look, but also you're sitting, so I can give it a pass. Overall, I think I'd give it a a fawn. Yeah, it's a fawn for me as well. Double fawns for Fantasia Royal Gaga's bat moment. Next Um, up is the birth of Blackberry. Oh, yes. I I loved it in the reunion when she said, uh, do I look Humpty Dumpty right now? (laughs) And the producer was like, no. But she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one, listen, no one in drag looks good at that angle leaning back in a corset, okay? Sorry. But she looks amazing in this photo as Jesus. It's not the most, like, um, original thing that I've seen. However. Yeah, I've seen, like, Evie Oddly do something similar to this. However, it's immaculately done. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing about Blackberry that I love is, like, even if it's not always going to be the most original concept it's going to be one of the best executions of the concept agreed and i feel it's very on brand for who we've known blackberry to be like this glamorous body queen i mean like what better way to show off your body than to basically be naked you know so it's it's i wonder how long it took her to put those rhinestones all over her body it must have taken her a a long long time time. to get ready that day just like doja cat 
All right. Well, for me, this is a holy fawn. Same. Next up, we had Orgotic. What'd you think? I loved the little cute little booty when they turned around. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh my God, show us some skin, Orc. This is probably my least favorite Orc makeup <laughs> of the season. Um, I actually liked it. You didn't like it? I didn't. It's not that I liked it. I thought that it looked more deformed and like more like a concept than some of the other things that they've done. Fair. So like having this deformity in their neck, um, I thought that was cool. But it wasn't like a. a I did like this look, look though. At. Yeah. Is this a um? Is this a reference to their promo look with the bunny know. ears? Like it's like the it just continued. Maybe that's what I wondered. Who knows? Which I, I would they love, love some protrusions on their head. They do. Um, That's going to be a fawn overall. A fawn. Uh, I take that back. It's not my least favorite makeup. It's not? The clown was my least favorite Oh, makeup. that was awful. Oh, Mama, that was garbage. <laughs> Mama, this is garbage. <laughs> but Orc is not going to be garbage to me. I'm going to give them a fawn minus. Not crazy about it, but I like it overall. Especially the booty cutout. Also in red, we have Neo Hulu X. What'd you think? Um, I love this from the waist up. Yeah, it, it felt a little. I think this does not fit properly, and I do take an issue with that. Mm. Um, and it doesn't really give her much shape. I like the hip cutouts. Yeah, but even the hip cutouts don't give her any shape. Yeah. If anything, the hip cutouts make her shape less pronounced. I think it's one of those things where sometimes like body girls get like forget that they need to take that in consideration. And it's like, yes, it's your body. But, you know, the way you accessorize or style a dress or any outfit you wear. She just looks like a, a line. I do think for a Last Supper, though, like a reunion. It's cute. It, it, it makes I like sense. it. I just think it, I just wish it fit differently. Yeah, I agree with that, especially from the the waist down. Um, I think it's really cool, though. I liked, I loved her makeup, like the way that she yeah. kind of did this like baby hair thing, but rhinestoned it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a fawn for me. Not my favorite look she's done, but it's a fawn. Um, I guess I'll give it a fawn. <laughs> Don't forget, we have a fawn minus now, so it's a fawn minus. Okay, okay. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Throb Zombie as Michelle Visage. Fawn minus. Already? You already know? Yeah. Fawn minus? It's a flop for me. I, I, I was like, what was this? And it's like nice. It's nice. It It is. I, I guess my issue with it is I feel that um, I feel it wasn't really on brand for Throb. I, I was kind of confused when they wore this. Like, I know they're a non-binary entertainer. I recognize that. But a lot of what we've seen from them this season has not been this. And I feel like I feel like there should be more of a through line for something like the yeah. last supper. Um, so I didn't think that made sense, especially the hair. It was like, you just look like Michelle Visage. <laughs> um, so it's a flop for me. Or Manila Luzon. Or Manila Luzon. But w- when the boobs were out, I was really thinking Michelle Visage. It's just a fun, it's a fun minus. Cause it's just nice. It's just nice. Simply nice. Okay. Who had your favorite? Who had your least favorite? My favorite was Jarvis. Yeah. If it wasn't Jarvis, I would say Onyx, but Jarvis honestly takes it for me. My least favorite was... Who did I flop? I flopped multiple people. I flopped Satana. 
But honestly, I don't know that I like Satana's less than Throb's. I think Throb actually had my least favorite look for the Last Supper. Mm. I think I'm going to go with Satana. Satana. Got it. Well, we are going to take a break, and then we'll be back to talk about who's going to win it all. And we are back talking about our fantasy fag roster and who we think is going to take it all. So as a reminder on our roster at the very beginning of the season, we went back and forth. Fawn had six people on theirs. I had no Fawn had five. I had six people on mine and we yeah, I started at a disadvantage. You did. And you are definitely at the advantage at this point with three people still remaining. That being Blackberry. Uh, Orc Gothic and Throb Zombie. And I can still lose because you still have Neo. Uhuru X. Who I'm, I'm feeling, if it hadn't been for this blemish of a Last Supper, I would have felt pretty confident going into this. Um, yeah. That, that I think Neo's got it. And I still kind of do, but the Last Supper really made me think it's going to go to Blackberry. Um, which I Blackberry. was not thinking um, beforehand. So, yeah. Uh, now, Whoever has the winner on their roster doesn't have to do whatever the loser has to do. And the loser has to do the worst extermination of the season. Yes. And all season long, we rated each of the things, all of the exterminations, challenges, yes. and we chose our worst four. And yes. we put it on a poll on our Facebook page um, to see which one the loser would have to do. So the results are in. Fawn, what is the loser of our bet going to have to do? Oh, my God. My stomach just dropped. Bungie jump in ah! drag. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does that make you nervous at all? No. Really? I mean, a little bit, but like. I'm terrified of that. I'm like, what wig would I wear? Yeah, I think I already know what I would wear. <laughs> but because oh, I've thought about it, I was like, I'm probably going to have to do this. I thought I thought it was going to be me from the beginning of the season because. It was not going well. Obviously, I lost five of my six people, but so I know what I'm going to wear. Um, yeah. And I also, I just want to say my personal goal and public goal, I guess, is for you to get your tattoo and then for whoever to have to bungee jump, to bungee jump and for us to have all of that content ready before we release season three. Slay. So it's happening. We'll have to find somewhere to bungee jump. Yeah, and somewhere to tattoo. Well, but we're going to do that's it. That's your job. I, it, that is my job. I need to. I've given you leads. It. You have. I just got to get past comedy queen, you know? Um, okay. Well, I feel good. I'm, I'm glad that we got this input from our listeners because I want to get, you know, have them tell us what they want to see us do. I'd rather get that. Plus, we're already going to get to see you get a tattoo. So uh, I like mixing it up. Mix it up. <laughs> How are you going to feel if you have to get a tattoo and bungee jump? <laughs> Can I bungee jump first? I'll, yeah, I'll let you pick your poison first. <laughs> because I'd rather bungee or like wait enough time that the tattoo is healed before I have to bungee jump. We'll do it all in one day. Bungee jump in the morning, tattoo that afternoon. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be your reality. Bump, bump, there bump. were um, 26 votes for bungee jump and drag. Wow. And did um, maggots get any? Maggots got 0%. <laughs> okay. So. Y'all are nice to me. <laughs> Experience the pain of childbirth got 10 votes. Whoop. 
And the tattoo. And then the tattoo got three votes. Oh, really? I thought that was higher. Okay. So interesting. So the pain of childbirth. I that one really did scare me the most, though. Like I did not want to have to endure that. But I think it is more exciting to watch someone bungee jump than to sit and scream with things on. You know, some people are into that. Also, I'm sure there were a lot of A. <laughs> you said don't check my Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure there were probably some AFAB individuals that were like, let's make these bitches experience. Actually, I noticed that as well. I was like, okay, AFAB, AFAB. <laughs> they want us to go through what they've been through. Um, yeah. Oh, my partner voted for um, the childbirth. Wow, Mark. Well, they also knew that was like my number one, <laughs> like worst one. Yeah. Well, is there anything else about the season we should talk about before we move on to the end of our episode? Team Blackberry. Team Blackberry and Team Neuro Hero X. Let us know what you're thinking. Like, we'll put out some more polls and stuff. We want to know. Team anyone but Neo. Team Neo only. Okay. Flops of the week. It's that time. It is our favorite, or my favorite segment each and every week where we get to go on a 60 second uninterrupted rant about something in this world that deserves to be flopped. And I think Fawn has it. They're ready. <laughs> they, they made a Facebook post today and it's been getting shared all over. It's like literally all over the place. Honestly, if it wasn't your flop of the week, it'd be my flop of the week. So hell like, yeah. let me tell you. It's got 200 reactions and 74 shares. And I posted this. <laughs> 70. That's viral, in my opinion. 74? And I posted this six Shit. hours ago. That's, I mean, it must have been felt. I think a lot of people needed to hear it. Yeah. Well, it, this is Fawn's legendary uh, flop of the week. Your timer starts now. My flop of the week is disrespectful drag show attendees. Do not come to me and ask me what my fucking government name is. You shouldn't be asking anybody what their government name is. You just ask them what their name is. Hi, gay. And then you take what they say. Because it's fucking rude. It's disrespectful. It's none of your goddamn business what my government name is. Excuse me, bitch. Also, don't be fucking telling me how to do my own drag. <laughs> don't tell me that I need to wear boobs. Bye. Don't tell me that I need to go get dip nails instead of wearing press-on nails. Yeah, right in front of my fucking salad. It's fucking disrespectful. It pissed me off. And then when you're telling me that I need to wear dip nails, don't be grabbing my arm, holding my arm, and all of that fucking shit. It's fucking rude. It's fucking disrespectful. Ask consent before you touch somebody, whether that is an entertainer, whether that is somebody in the audience, ask for fucking consent as I'm going to fucking break something in the process <laughs> of this whole fucking rant. I was so pissed off. Like I rated to my coworker about this multiple fucking times today because it was like I would always forget something about this story. There would be something else. And then it was just keeping going. I'm sure my time is out. Oh, yeah. No, that was two flops of the week in one. And that's why disrespectful audience members at drag shows are Fawn's flop of the week. Would you read your Facebook post to us? I just want everyone to know. This is a PSA. It says, PSA to non-drag people attending drag shows. Do not ask performers a performer's name out of drag. It's not your business. Do not tell someone they need to wear boobs, change things about their drag, etc. Do not touch, hold, or grab anyone, including entertainers, without permission. Cue the sniper. Yeah, you you posted that, and I was like, "What is this about?" 
but uh, honestly, like those two were pretty and wild, and and I I, I was not shocked the when same, you said it was the people yeah, who did it. It wasn't that this was multiple people doing this to me. It was all one culprit. So, and it's just like it's this. It's like an ignorant kind of audience member, right? It's like people who don't really come from queer culture who yeah. I think they showed up and thought we were like the equivalent of, well, okay. I was going to say equivalent of strippers, but honestly, you shouldn't treat even like a, right. any kind of entertainer in that way. So especially when you're not tipping us like that. Yeah. They were really not acting right. Um, and, in, and in fact, they it, also, ha- I don't know if you heard the joke that they made. Oh no. I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but whenever they were, when you were asking their names, they made a really anti-Semitic joke. Oh, I did not hear that. Yeah. Oh, I did hear her say that, like, you know, something, and I was like, that's a little odd. And I don't know. It's, I, I he got made some, the joke afterwards. Oh, really? Okay. I got some cues from someone that I think I misread that they were, like, friends of uh, someone that we trust. Um, but anyways, and I do want to say, you know, I know we've, I'm here we are complaining about patrons that are drag bingo come out to drag bingo it's always a good time i love that gig just be fucking respectful be like respectful. that's all we ask and i think that's something like we should probably cover at the top of drag bingo because it's not something we've been doing um, but we've also never had a problem we, yeah. so we've never had a reason to so now we do because everybody that comes to bingo is always so great and so respectful we always have a fantastic yeah. time at bingo and we still had a fantastic time at bingo and it like, just sucks <laughs> that it was like ruined by like but what happened was i think uh, I love that gig because I, I never feel like I'm working as much as I am like just kind of hanging out with friends. Like it's all people we all like at bingo and you know, and the more the merrier usually, but I feel like at the end we all kind of had this shared experience of being like, these two people really don't know where they are and how to act right now. They Um, were drunk. Yeah. And it's, it's just not as a skunk come drink. It's a Wednesday night though. You know? Yeah. So, and you're drinking a lot of beer to get that drunk. If it's off beer. Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah, please keep your hands off of us and tip us well. Um, and on that note, I think it's time for my flop of the week. Are you ready? I am. And I think this one might ruffle some feathers. <laughs> I'm sure mine will probably ruffle feathers if somebody listens to it. Well, mine is. So I made a post recently that was like, y'all like giving me a lot of material for flops of the week and people were commenting on it being like "Ooh, girl i can't wait to hear but the thing was it was about some of the people that were commenting on it oh my god Here we now i need go. to go back and look <laughs> and you've got to tell me the tea afterwards <laughs> are you ready oh you'll know i think you'll know <laughs> three two one go my flop of the week is gypsy rose blanchard keyboard warriors ready for my I understand that this is someone who has not lived a normal life, but y'all, this girl is in the culture forever, okay? And while we should not be harassing her, we shouldn't have paparazzi going and and fucking up her life. She should be able to do what she wants to do. She is in the public eye and acting like she wants to be in the public eye. This is someone who has book deals. This is someone who is becoming an influencer actively on social media. This is someone who also has proved that if there's someone doing something to her she doesn't like, she can handle herself. (laughs) So that's why I think that we should just talk about Gypsy Rose Blanchard if we want to. That's one of the most interesting things that has happened in pop culture history ever. Okay, so that's why Ten seconds. people who defend Gypsy Rose Blanchard when I really don't think she needs it are my flop of the week. There you go. That's what I said. And I mean it. 
I like don't believe in like the people that are like harassing her. But are people harassing her? I think it was one of those things people were preemptively like gearing up for her release before like anything else had happened. And it's just kind of like, let her like do what she wants to when she gets out. And I think she is, you yeah. know, the, the thing is she had this one. I, I remember there was she one also shot. seems fairly well adjusted. She does. Like there was this one paparazzi shot of her like getting out of jail. And at first it was like, oh, is this about to be a thing? But then she's like on the view and making book deals and 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 she li- literally some real fucked up going shit. out of her way to like post things online and yeah and like she's also not innocent you know so like is she in a bad situation yes but you know she's not I, completely innocent and what happened with that she was very manipulated by multiple people so i don't think you can really put all the blame on her i don't but i don't think she's i don't necessarily think she like is completely guilty, which is why she's out of prison, right? Yeah. For calculated manslaughter, right? Yeah. But um, or whatever the charge is. I but, mean, honestly, though, it. I, but I, I just when people were like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and like attack people and like fight with them if they're going after Gypsy Rose Blanchard, y'all." She wants, she wants you to talk about her. Like she, she is out here I think doing selfies and TikToks with people. How you talk about her. I, I think so too. But also, she's in culture forever, and. I think it's okay to talk about her. I, I don't, I don't think it needs to be like this thing where we're all like really sensitive about Gypsy Rose Blanchard when she's, I think she's pretty okay. She's, I wonder how her, she feels about Boa doing her on. I know Smash that would game. be interesting, right? She should do like a, a series where she reacts to all of her media while she's been in jail. You know, I hope she got money from all that media. I don't know if she did. I mean, yeah, she should, but she's going to now, right? She's yeah, but they've already made, they are, didn't they do a movie and a series? I, I, there's been so much stuff. I mean, there was like, one show I watched. There and, was a show and, but I don't think what? it was about her. Like it was just a character in the show that was, that was her story. Right. But it, it, this wasn't like, a, you're talking about the politician. I think so. Yeah. But there was a gypsy roast show. I think. Yes. Yeah. I think there might've been like a movie. So Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, and I hope fascinating. I, it is fascinating, and I hope she gets. I hope she gets paid for her experience. And I don't think you know. I don't necessarily think it's right for people to make profit off of her story without her getting some end of that. We're but, talking to you, Ryan Murphy, with the politician. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. We never got another season of that. We did left us on a cliffhanger. I actually, I really we got two seasons show. of it, but the season three was kind of left on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I, I I would love for that to come back. It's what gays do: munch butt and celebrate <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so, anyways, who knows? Maybe that's the flop of the week that will get me canceled. But that's how I feel, and I'm standing by it. That's my opinion, bitch. I need to know what franchise that's from. Is that that? I wonder <laughs> if that's Orange County. Is that what that's from? Yeah. The oh yeah, we have a lot of um, housewives buttons that I put on here that I didn't even know they were from. I think it's just from things I th- saw on Twitter. Well, you know that like iconic cat at the dinner table and yeah. the lady screaming. I when I was binge watching uh, Beverly Hills, I finally got to see the origin of the lady screaming. Oh, and like, is the cat not in that? No. Oh, I thought the cat was the whole character no. in the show. <laughs> but the most like, pussy character on Housewives. That the lady screaming is so out of context extremely out of context and is kind of fucked up that we're laughing at it. I still use it. 
But like the situation <laughs> is so fucked up that she's at. And I'm like, when I watched, I was like, should we be doing this? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like when you sign up for that, you know that that's the kind of thing that's going to be yeah. on there. You have to be okay with that being shared with the world. Yeah. So it's just, you don't expect your trauma traumatic moment to be turned into a, a meme. meme. That's fair to be shared that widely. That's kind of crazy. Well, I have a pageant to prep for. So I think we need to wrap up this podcast episode with our fawns of the week. Before we do, just friendly reminder, head on over to bftonline.org to get your tickets to either be there in person for Miss Magic City Comedy Queen, or you can watch live for only 10 bucks uh, over at bftonline.org as well. Fawns of the week. My fawn of the week is probably expected if for anybody that came to bingo last night. I know my flop of the week was bingo related my fawn of the week is as well um thank you to both shimmer and megan mm. megan made lemon blueberry cupcakes they were so good i can never eat i always love her lemon frosting yes she's done it in the uh. past and so like when she asked me like what my favorite flavors are i was like i always love lemon and i always love blueberry blueberry and like the two together are always like Chef's kiss. So it was perfect. And then Shimmer made me the most gorgeous cookie. I've never seen a cookie so stunning in my life. <laughs> but it was so cute. She did my like red sequin skeleton thing look. I don't even know how to describe it, that look. Yeah. But, but it was so cute. Your, your glamour look. It was beautiful. Um <laughs> Sorry, maybe I shouldn't say it like that. Uh, but you will never be glamour. <laughs> I did also want to mention happy, happy birthday to Megan, our dear friend who has helped us with so many things, always brings us baked goods, yes. and is really coming in clutch for Miss Magic City Comedy Queen with, with a lot of the preparations for that as well. So big shout we out to her. Megan. We love you. Thank you for being a, an amazing part of our community. Also, I got a wonderful New Year's gift from her and like a really sweet card. Like, Same. made me cry a little bit. So The card... Megan, that card was so sweet. That's, we're speaking directly to you now. Pull over the card. Megan. Take out your phone. Open Venmo. <laughs> Send me $500. Thank you. <laughs> no, Megan, you don't have to send the, Ven the Venmo of $500. Anybody else, if you're not Megan, <laughs> send $500. To both of us, please. Yeah. We we really we'll settle it. for two fifty a piece. <laughs> just We're not that greedy. Just trying to break even on this Magic City Comedy Queen. Um, and I'm trying to move. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, my fawn of the week. Uh, goes out to. I know I have beat this dead horse about Miss Magic City Comedy Queen, but I'm gonna do it one more time. Thank, huge thank you to everyone who has helped us with the with this. So it, it's it's the thing I've been the most excited about for honestly about thirteen months. Just knowing that this was coming, yeah. I I am so excited for everyone that's been involved as, as someone who's if you've bought a ticket, if you're volunteering with us, if you are being a judge, if you're a contestant, anyone from nationals who has been involved in that process um, of helping us get started. I'm really really proud of what we've put together for this prelim. Our judging panel is so it's sick. it's a sleigh. Yeah, when we announced it. I, we had a huge bump in ticket sales because it was like, okay, it's like, we got this. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm really pumped for it. And I think it's going to be something that is going to be a longstanding institution in our community it is yeah. my hope where, you know, people can grow with the skill of comedy. Um, so yeah, that's my big one of the week. Just make sure your jokes are not about 
numbers. Just <laughs> math and observations. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of Flapping, Flapping and Fawning. for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well and pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flappingandfawningpod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta.